We'll stick with a related issue around the budget and it's not the childcare uh, crisis, rather the cost of living crisis. Josh Crosby, is it really a crisis though? That's what you've been investigating. Have we exaggerated its impact in some quarters? Well, Karen, it's not so much that it's, it's a made up notion or an idea or anything. We've all seen bills increase. Look, it doesn't matter if you're living in a mansion or sharing a flat. But earlier this morning on News Talk Breakfast, a junk professor in economics at Trinity College, John Fitzgerald, he agreed the point that perspective around the cost of living is quite different to the, the lived realities for many. And look, we can see it ourselves. If you walk down the street here from the office, even though it's only a Tuesday there'll be pubs packed some restaurants will be booked out and you have people paying 7, 8 even 9 euro for a pint I was only out at Dublin airport last week and the car parks were full once you went inside the airport was a sea of green with floods of people heading off for the Rugby World Cup and in no way am I saying there's anything wrong with that far from it but it does paint a picture that this cost of living crisis is definitely not hitting everyone the same way just to give the listeners a sense of where John Fitzgerald was coming at this from We'll take a listen back to a clip of his interview on News Talk this morning. If you look at wages, wages have gone up. Real wages have gone up about five percentage points faster than prices. So uh, now there are groups who are like the public sector workers are only slightly up over that period. It's the private sector that have done really well. So there are groups who are disadvantaged and in particular like the recent ESRI study by Barrow Rowntree, that children in poverty, that they're the groups whom I would target and give substantial increases to. um, So so John, are you saying that there's no cost of living crisis? If we're better off by 5% in the past four years, then then is, is perspective and reality entirely different in this country? Yes. That was John Fitzgerald, uh, the adjunct professor in economics at Trinity College, Dublin. I, perception is reality on one hand, Josh. And then, you know, the, the general reality is not necessarily the reality in all households. It strikes me as well. Yes, Kieran, and it, sadly it depends on who you're asking and where you're asking the questions. Look, we know many charities, NGOs have released their pre-budget submissions and many of them are saying they're hitting record numbers when it comes to the level of support and the services they're providing for, for people in need. But for many, when they think of food banks, cafes or soup kitchens, they might assume, look, it's, it's primarily for, for the homeless. But that really is not the case on the ground. Your families arriving with children in school uniforms, babies in prams, college students and people who are out there working away, paying rent, but just struggling to get by. I went down to the Capuchin Day Centre earlier. Now, they're providing over a thousand meals a day. I met with a few people outside, all renting their own place, but just needing that extra support on offer at the centre. Here are two men I spoke with, and look, for obvious reasons, they preferred not to give their names. But the second man here gives us a real insight into what some people are going through. Words we often hear from the charities themselves, but to hear it straight from someone who is experiencing these circumstances, you, you can really see how expenses are impacting us all different. I find it pretty hard. Good job, sir. The brothers come around, or I'd be lost. Why, what would they help you out with now? Two them, that. What would you do without services like this? I don't know. We can only earn, say, between the two of us, 360 to 400. And after the 400, and she earns, is taken off me. And you lose any kind of benefits that you might be receiving? You, you could end up losing your medical card. You could end up losing your fuel allowance. And have you been on the... Look out for a job because I know well, that there are I'm, many I'm, jobs being advertised. I, I'm in my 60s now and I've worked 33 years legit. So I think I've done my bit for this country. What bills are you finding the most difficult to get by? Or Electricity. 
now in two weeks time it'll be heating the house and are there times now where you're having to look at bills and well, balance I, the books I, I, and I, what, what we're going to purchase this month yeah well it, it can it can get to the stage where do you buy food or do you buy electricity that's where it gets to do you buy food and if you're buying food you're looking for the stuff that's on discount the stuff that's going to go out a day tomorrow is what you're going to buy so have bills been going into the red recently? yes yeah yeah especially mortgage red I'm lucky enough I'm going to have a pay as you go meter and I haven't any gas bill because me, me gas boiler is broke for the last 10 years and I haven't been able to afford them and to are there times it. now with the pay as you go where you haven't been able to go down on top well, of it well uh, unfortunately you see the pay as you go you see every Monday morning you can go into 10 20 in arrears with them and if you can get to Friday evening at 6 o'clock and you haven't hit that 20 quid you're all right down till 10 o'clock Monday morning so you're having that in the back of your mind you every, have it in, you're every constantly, day you're approaching Friday yeah and but you're, and you're, you're turning things off you're running around the house knocking lights knocking this knocking that don't put the dishwasher on don't put the washing machine on wait till after 6 o'clock on Friday or, sorry it's not 6 o'clock Friday it's when the lights come on in the street. So what do you think when you hear of, oh, we've surplus cash and this cost of living crisis is that the country is, is loaded? Well, the country might be loaded, but it's not loaded for ordinary people that are on the Colfax. The only ones that are making it out of this country are, and have always done, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. We went into a COVID crisis, the rich all came out richer, and the poor came out poorer. All right, some of the service users at the Capital Day Centre, I said perception is reality. Jack and Terran, your points out, Kieran, perception is not necessarily reality. It is belief. Uh, but what about those, Josh, who maybe believe they are impacted by the cost of living crisis, but they're not really that badly impacted? OK, so I went up to Grafton Street and look, you don't have to be from Dublin to, to know it's a street where the money gets splashed, the cards tap, tap, tap. Like the latest MasterCard spending pulse report shows the value of retail spending by consumers in Dublin continued on an upward trajectory for a ninth consecutive quarter earlier this year. So that'll show you that people are spending. Sure, like there have been private jet ads in the papers. I've seen a fair share of the 232 SUVs driving around. Concerts are selling out in minutes. So much so that fans are being put in a waiting queue they're in such a hurry to part with cash so look people are spending but we have just come through the summer everyone is has been out enjoying themselves going to festivals garden parties whatever it may be but now the evenings are closing in talks of fires being lit the heating's being switched on those toy catalogues have landed into the letterbox that are being circled as we speak in some households so the cost of the winter hibernation months could pinch some pockets I asked a few people out around today around Grafton Street if they're feeling the cost and if the impact could be exaggerated We always find money for the Garth Brooks etc of this world but in all seriousness, I'm kind of looking for it, but I'm not seeing it in shops. I don't see any lessening in traffic and activity and people I know. So it's a bit of a mystery. I have to think 2024, we're going to start seeing it. But at the moment, we're not. I think people still have to enjoy themselves, but yeah, it is impacting them. And have you had to make adjustments now to your spending? Uh, yeah, certainly, yeah. Uh, looking to build a house and whatnot. So yeah, no, I am. So cut back on the... Socialising and cut back on the lunches, yeah, and take them into work. Okay, no takeaway coffees anymore. The odd one. Like I'm all on my way for lunch now, and I expect to like pay at least ten euro for something decent. How much you eat out every day? Or I'm commuting at the moment because I'm trying to find accommodation. So yes, and that's definitely adding to the cost. And like, have, you, have you had to make other cutbacks? Are you going out less? 
can't buy as much clothes. <laughs> um, my mum's definitely happy about that, but yeah, definitely can't go out socialising or even like, you know, if your friend wants to go for a coffee, you're kind of like, oh, I already spent six euro on coffee already today, so bits like that. At the end of the day, if people are going on holidays or if they're going out to the pub, they obviously have a few quid to spare, you know, so that's how I'd see it. If you haven't got the money to go out, you don't have it. And you're up in Dublin now for the day, is it? Or? I'm actually up for a couple of days, so I'm away for a couple of days with the kids, you and know. When it comes to spending then, if you're going out for a meal, what would it, something like that cost? I'd always kind of go out with the head, but me and the kids, you know, 140, 150 quid. And, you know, every day we've, I've budgeted for one meal out every day, so that's 450 quid over the three days. So that's, that's just eating. That's just eating. Yeah. So a trip to Dublin, four kids to give a ballpark guarantee there won't be much change under two grand I think there's a big divide in society today I think yeah definitely people are struggling but there's people who have loads of money all you have to do is look around Grafton Street and see people spending pubs are full restaurants are full so yeah big divide in society and yourself have you had to make cutbacks with bills or no not really no, no. able to fit no. in a holiday able to fit in a holiday yes exactly yeah all right, nice for that uh, lady to be able to fit in a holiday. Josh Crosby, thank you very, very much uh, for speaking to us. Uh, not everybody can, though. Listen to uh, this text that has come in on 087-1400-106. I'm in my 50s, Kieran, with still relatively young children. We're a couple who bought in 2006. We paid 9% stamp duty and full crash fees for three children and got hammered with 8% additional income tax in 2008. And we get hit for everything. Not once was there any narrative about how unfair stamp duty was, how unfair childcare costs were back then. As it happens, they're not much higher now and everyone seems to care. 30 year mortgage with 14 years left and salary is only up five grand since 2018. And before anyone asks, we have gone abroad three times in 14 years. Who are these people? in the private sector that John Fitzgerald says are doing so well. We work so hard and receive nothing ever but child benefit and they'd probably like to take that from us too. We are fed up. People being assumed to be bottomless pits from which the government can take, take, take and we don't seem to have a voice. 087 1400 106 is the number if you want to get in touch.